Hey guys, welcome back to the Network Marketing Secrets Radio Podcast. I'm Nick Tellis and you can call me Nick Fury. I just realized that after a bunch of these episodes, I haven't really been introdu- introducing myself just because like these are these are unedited, these are raw, and pretty much like one time um, kind of go throughs and everything. So um, I'm going to start saying my name more until I start editing the, uh, editing. Uh, these uh, programs because what's about to happen is uh, I have more than enough episodes now stocked up that I can actually put, uh, start um, uploading to Libsyn and what Libsyn is is actually something I mentioned a, a little while a few episodes back in terms of um, leveraging uh, one like one click and be able to to populate onto eighteen different platforms including YouTube just from uh, an audio file so. Um, but you have to have a minimum of 10 episodes already pre- uh, pre-recorded and, and so on. So that's what I've been kind of doing behind the, behind the scenes, uh, tomorrow be, before my next episode, I'm actually going to be setting that up and then, uh, uh, kind of going over that just a little bit more in terms of what I'm doing with that, because there's a principle that I, I, I learned very early on, and this is from Grant Cardone. And it wasn't until a little bit later that I understood why, um, in terms of going deeper after learning uh, this lesson, also from Russell, Russell Brunson and, and reading more about traffic. It's about this concept of omnipresence. The uh, Believe it or not, if, if any of you do follow Grant Cardone or have received any of his emails, a lot of times you're going to get like bombarded with emails by, by him and his company and stuff like that. It's done on purpose. Uh, that's how he, that's one of his marketing tools and everything like that. And for other people uh, as well, in terms of just trying to, that, but that's like, that's one stream. Now imagine email, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Google, Twitter, um, Stitcher, uh, was it, um, SoundCloud, like any, any social media platform, he's on there and he's dominating anywhere between like, you know, seven or eight posts, like, um, per hour or whatnot, if not more. So it's to dominate the space that you're in. So, um, tomorrow I'm actually going to go a little bit deeper into Libsyn myself and actually start uploading these on there. So I'll record on my phone, upload it to Libsyn, click a button. And now instead of going to five platforms, it's actually going to go to 18. So, but I had to build up enough episodes in a, uh, in, uh, in the front end in terms of to get ready. And then, then I can launch it all up there and everything. So slowly, but surely, like I said, um, these are, these are some of the, the tools I'm using and resources, but, um, that's, that, that's kind of getting ahead of point. And, um, I actually wanted to, to really go over, uh, in this episode in terms of, um, how to use the three core markets in terms of mar- uh, industries to build clarity for your message. Now, what do I mean by three core markets? Well, in network marketing or an MLM, the company you're with per- particularly falls into a uh, for uh, um, is network marketing or MLM. So w- you understand that right off the back for the most part. You start getting pitched. You see, you see the comp plan. You see how like you know each level is a little bit different. Uh, in terms of like income goes up and, and, and requirements and stuff like that. So, but you sell a particular product or service, that particular product or service is actually within its own industry and it's the, well, market, and it's these three core markets, which is health, wealth, and relationships. 
I don't know any uh, like you know network marketing company that deals in relationships except beauty products. Now, um, technically, that would kind of go kind of like you know kind of deal with health, but like I feel like it leans more so to uh, relationships. Reason why being um, a perfect example is Gillette the men's like razor brand and stuff like that believe it or not if you really kind of analyze this and this was pointed out by steve larson um it really doesn't fall into the category of wealth it really doesn't fall in the category of health and actually falls into the category of relationships because uh you know a, a freshly shaven man's face can actually improve uh the quality of his relationships or just a, a trimmed up beard can improve the quality of your relationships because your appearance actually benefits from the use of this razor. Also, they had one of the, the craziest uh, marketing camp uh, cam- uh, campaigns and, and gains ever when that company first came about. So, But that's for a, a, a later episode at another time uh, before I go off into a tangent. But Gillette is actually in the relationship market. So... Uh, for you, you have to really sit back and really identify which like core market is your company with. Is it health? So like supplements or fitness or, um, let's see, um, I'd say, yeah, either fit, like, you know, fitness, supplements, um, I'm trying to think of what else would it would be health. This actually going to be kind of the two big ones that I know of, um, and then, like in in uh, in wealth, you know, there's um, investment training or forex. There's um, there's even like a credit one. There's like I said, in, like there's investments. There's there's um, life insurance. If anything, there's also products in in both health and wealth. Um, I won't name any specific names. I'm just I'm just kind of going a little bit deeper into each one of these categories. So you're going from the main core market, which is either health, wealth, or relationships. Now you're going to the sub-markets, which is either going to be a little bit of an extra branch. This is actually where you start getting a little bit more granular. You get a little bit more focus because clarity actually builds uh, momentum. It builds purpose. You can actually build your offer and your message on top of this because you have the main core market, you have the submarket, so like let's say for 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 health, like just to just to focus on one for health, your main market is health, your submarket is supplements. Now you niche down, keto, or uh, uh, a weight loss uh, drink. I won't, like I said, I'm, I'm not going to name names in particular, or an energy drink. Like you're niching down in that. Now you can actually add on to like now you can go even further. So you can go even to a sub niche, which is actually network marketing or MLM. Now, now you under, like you can follow the track. This is how you can actually target your um, your marketing and build a campaign. You can build your message. You can actually build out your dream customers because now you understand where your core market really is by. You start from the overall, so the, the three core markets, then you sub the market down, and then you niche down, and then you actually, then you like you kind of you kind of work your way back to like okay, I understand I'm in a, in a network marketing uh you know company, I understand it's you know MLM or whatever, um 
I, I the reason why I keep going back and forth between those terms is because it's it's um that's that's how most people really see it and uh, I don't want to leave anybody out so because some people for network marketing some people MLM or direct sales and um, direct response or whatnot so but the big thing is j- just pick one and go with it and I'm actually going to just stick with network marketing from from here on out so just to just to plant that flag and so. Now you have these particular mar- like these markets or industries or whatnot. Now what you can do is you can actually go find out where these people actually lay, um, fish, because what you're finding is that now you're in like now you've uh you see your giant red ocean, and now what you're gonna go do is you're gonna go find the pond like you know the ponds or the ripples. You're gonna go find the oceans in each of these spots, and you're gonna be like you're gonna dev- like make a list. And identify where these people congregate, where these people go. This is how you will actually be able to um, completely flip prospecting on its side, like on its head, because now you can get more clarity. Now you could develop a better message. Now you can actually develop more targeted marketing towards these like these core markets, these these completely these areas, because. How many people like? I'm gonna use the health one because it's actually really, um, it's a little bit easier for the most part because, um, like I I love, I love fitness. I love reading books on health and, and uh, reading cookbooks and stuff like that. I'm a little weird, but you can go to a bookstore, look, go to look at the health section, uh, go look at the uh, nutrition section. There's all kinds of books and everything. Believe it or not, you can grab all those books. You can r- take the names down of the, like these prof- uh, prolific, uh, you know, uh, characters or people. Go find out where they are. I'm also like, uh, go find out where they are. Go find out where they hang out. Now you know there's there's most likely a, a Facebook group. There's most likely an Instagram page. There's most likely a YouTube page. There's most likely um, maybe even a Pinterest. Uh, I, I only say Pinterest just because. Uh, for a lot of these things, there's actually um, uh, some people who put out infographics or whatnot. There are actually people who do prospect using Pinterest. I don't. If you know, if you know someone, go for it. That's not one of the areas I'm going to be specializing in. And you know, um, if anything, I actually do look up recipes and stuff. But that's just me. So now you have these areas. Now you have your little watering holes, your little oceans. Now you basically integrate yourself into those and you actually start develop, like you know, uh, delivering value in terms of getting to know the area, getting to know um, the people in there, actually offering up free advice, free value, whatnot. And you know, this is how you leverage your way in. You, like I hope you're like I hope you're following through in terms of like this is actually a better way of uh, actually not only develop a uh, uh, a routine but actually getting to know your like your your dream customers a lot more on a deeper level because you're connecting with them on uh, a more personal level now you can start asking questions now you can start answering and giving value and stuff you are not pitching period you do this you will be found and you will be kicked out trust me i've had that happen once it was for a freelance project and it was literally um I was literally like asking questions because uh, I was uh, doing some freelance uh, wedding paintings. I was actually really just trying to understand the market a little bit more. And I, I did it in the Reddit forum, which it clearly stated, do not like, you know, pitch for it. Like, you know, use this for, um, you know, 
uh, hunting for ideas and stuff like that and someone actually blatantly asked me it's like well yeah like i'm, I'm just trying to get to know the industry because like i i eventually want to be able to uh you know give back value by doing this and stuff and, and whatnot and they immediately like, kicked me out so i made a rookie mistake but i was honest i wasn't wasn't lying about the whole thing um i was just going about the wrong way because i didn't know what i was doing i was just like no i'm just i, I am literally like i i want to know how you know, to approach, you know, these particular people and stuff like that. And boy, I learned that lesson pretty quick. So don't do it. Don't do like that. Don't do it. Don't be, don't be naive. Be, go in with the purpose of actually providing value, actually providing help and assistance. You're not pitching people. You're not offering them to join your downline. You're not offering to, for them to see a webinar. You're not offering them to see your opportunity. Don't do any of that. Leave that crap at the door. What you're actually trying to do is understand your potential dream customers. You are literally trying to understand how to, uh, to win them over by actually providing value that your products and services you know, do. But you're doing this for yourself. You're doing this for your team. You're doing this for your business. You're, you're learning how to cultivate relationships that actually will benefit you in the end. Because here's the thing. You do enough of the work, you actually might be able to get in front of the person who actually started the Facebook group, be able to help them and you know, um, do a partnership or deliver value. And by doing so, you actually gain authority. You actually gain influence. And then you can bring people into your world in terms of what you're doing and everything. You're still not pitching them. You're still not showing them with it, whatnot. If anybody asks, you just like, you know, uh, just, just be like, be honest. I'm literally just trying to provide, provide value and help, like, you know, help everyone. Um, because that's the true intent. That is the only reason why you're doing this. Now. This is actually a principle from the Dream 100. This is actually how you go out and find your dream customers. You go out and find your Dream 100 people. You would go out and find the, the areas that they're in, and what you do is you build value. You, you actually provide value and stuff. If anything, you do it good enough, you might be able to provide value to the very Dream, like, you know, dream 100 member you're, you're go, you want to be in front of and actually build a relationship with. Because... If your stuff is good, your products and services and your offers and everything that you build in the front end in terms of where it doesn't hurt anybody, doesn't scam them or whatnot, and you do it ethically and responsibly, you actually can build a legit business that you can actually leverage in front of someone, like, you know, in someone else's audience and be able to get, you know, like, not only like uh, leads and prospects out of it, but you'll actually be able to help people solve their problems in the process. That is the whole point. You're not solving your like you're solving your problem by solving someone else's problem. That is the whole point. That's how you get clarity. That's how you like you build like a real mar um, marketing aspect in your network marketing company in your opportunity. It's like does it sound like is it a lot of work? Yes, it is. Is it worth it? Yes, it is. Is it passive? The hell it ain't. <laughs> Get 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 like get passive completely out of your vocabulary. The only thing passive should be like you know the only thing passive that should ever come out is the like you know the ads that that you eventually like, turn on. Those those things should be running passively, you know, doing work for you. 
you're going to be doing a lot of work up front. Newsflash. No, like anyone who sells you passive income in terms of like, oh, this is a passive income business is a, is a flat out liar. I'm, th- I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, don't let that crap pull you in. If they tell you straight up front, that's like it only becomes passive after you've worked enough active that you can dial back. But it's going to take a lot of hard, like, you know, a lot of hard work, a lot of work up front, front load the work so you can, you know, enjoy the passive rewards from it. But if you actually end up enjoying the entire time, it won't feel very active. It'll feel passive because you're doing what you like, you know, you enjoy doing. And in turn, you get all these passive benefits from being active. So I'm going to stress that that segment right there. But um, just to just to kind of circle back and like kind of relay this home in, ter- in terms of identifying the, like the three core markets want like whatever one that your company is with and then you start su- like sub marketing down and then you niche down and then you go you know sub niche and everything because what you're going to have to do is this and this, like everything that I'm saying like I'm also doing myself I'm not I'm not like literally you know blowing blowing air up my my ass or anything like that I'm literally doing this myself I literally had to sit down and think about like where are like where is me and my company where are we at like how can I niche this down because here's what Here's, here's the golden ticket right here. Once you get clear about where your company is in the, in the three core markets, now you can build an offer in front of it. Okay? You build an offer in front of it, and then it's actually, then you can wrap it around, like then you can wrap the net, like your network marketing company around it. So like if you build an info product in front of your opportunity, in front of your pro- those, your company's products and services, you can actually build a new opportunity on top of your current, op- like, you know, like, you know, opportunity. This is actually a, a, a segment that I, I mentioned in a few episodes ago in terms of getting that paid prospecting. Getting paid even if someone doesn't join your downline because you solve someone's problem. If you solve someone's problem and get paid for it, great. If you solve someone's problem and get paid for it and they join, even better. If you solve someone's problem and they blow, like you know you get paid and they blow you off, great. The whole purpose is to be able to deliver value to the whole market. I mean, honestly, you would rather have someone like like you know and be livid and be on like you know. Be thankful that you delivered like something of value to them to answer a problem from more than anything. But if they hate you for it, uh, uh, it, it better be in a good way in terms of like, I can't believe you solved the problem for me. I wish I would have done it myself. Like, I would understand that. So, but if you do that, then you can start building momentum. Now you can actually remove a problem from you and you can turn around and do it for your team. You can do it to your downline. Be like, look, it works. I did it. You can do it too. You just like here. Here's the steps to do it because what problems you solve will be different from the problems I solve. But here is the you know the framework and the and the basis to do it. Excuse me. And you can you know transfer it down and over and everything. So, sorry. Um, so get get clear on which of the three core markets you're in. Sub market it down. Then niche down because believe it or not, when you add like once you identify the fact that you're in this sub market in this niche that happens to be of network marketing, it will it will actually be able to take a lot of stress off, a lot of pressure off because now you know where your dream customers are hiding, 
where the people you're actually looking for. Network marketing can be applied to any of these three core markets. That's the best part. Like I said, relationships is a little bit of a stretch. So if anything, it's more like the two core markets. It just happens to be um, relationships do build uh, connect uh, the two of them together. And if anyone really does say that we're not in you know, um, a products and service, we're in the relationship business, that's great. Relationship business should not be your tagline. Just throwing that out there. It should be a byproduct of what you do. And it should be a uh, be a byproduct, but also a core focus of how you market. Um, you market to build relationships. That is what you do. If it, like it's like, oh, we're in the relationship business. Okay, what is it that you do? Relationship business doesn't like unless you're like solving dating issues and like actual relationships between couples or potential couples and stuff like that. Be very careful how you actually you know set that set that precedent and tone. So. And so like, uh, I know, I know in the real estate industry, a lot of people are like, yeah, we're in a relationship business in terms of like, you know, helping our customers and clients and everything like that. I'm like, okay, are you in real estate or are you in relationships? Because relation like real estate's wealth and relationships are relationships. So like, I'm not trying to be, you know, an ass, but wh- which, which message are you trying to com- like, you know, you know, convey? Because that is important. That's how you, you know, you, you're able to target more effectively and actually answer questions and solve problems a little bit more because it, it just removes a whole lot of obstacles. It removes a whole lot of objections. It removes a lot of stuff so you can actually focus on what's more important. Now you can get really precise and actually go after like really like um, really good play, like, you know, uh, rock stars and eight, like a, 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 was it, um, eight players or whatnot. So, because if you can find people who are in these particular markets, they're a little bit more open in terms of like being able to to work alongside them, deliver value and stuff. And if it just so happens, like this is what I do, um, you know, later down the road in terms of where where you can do like a, like you know pitch them and stuff like that. But remember rule number one: they come to you. You don't go to them. If you're delivering enough value and enough, like, um, you've built the relationship and everything like that, and they decide to come forward and ask you, it's like, how is it that you're doing this? Like, what is it that you do? Uh, is there any way that I could do it too? Yeah, definitely, like, show them. Be like, look, you can try to pitch, you can pitch them, or you can actually set, like, a meeting or anything, like, or however you want to do it. That's totally fine, but they have to come to you. You don't pitch them. Don't chase them. Help them. It's a lot easier and it's a lot more less stress if you solve someone else's problem for them. It's also something you can teach your team to do and your downline and it actually will like now it, it'll literally change the, you know, the name of the game as you go forward because you're helping more, you're serving more. And then what you give out, you will get back over 100 times more. So... I hope this is all making sense. This is actually like kind of helping everything. And um, just to, to go a little bit more clarity in terms of like how I under, how I understood like which which market I was like when I first joined. Um, f- first off, like where like I ended up like meeting someone like out in the open and then um, was able to set up a meeting. And then we were talking and every, everything. He showed me what he did. 
and whatnot. And then it actually was actually going through the whole pitch in, in the entire time that it was talking and, and, and whatnot. So like got to look, get to know me a little bit more and started going through the pitch. And by the end of it, I understood like what industry they were. And I actually was like real excited. I was like, you know, it's, it's like, I, I'm all, I, I'd love to do this. Like, what do we got to do to get it going and everything? So, but the big thing was the, the, mar- the industry, like the core market was like straight, um, from the beginning, like almost from the beginning, as soon as he started the pitch and whatnot. So I was like, okay, I understand where I'm at. Um, I also was, was pitched many years ago, um, for a company that, that sold more products, uh, kind of like supplements and like, 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 you know, foods, like energy drinks and stuff like that. And at the time, like, I, I didn't know, I wasn't really comfortable. And the guy who was pitching me, like, he was still getting off the off the ground and everything and like I respected him a whole lot. It just it just wasn't wasn't a good fit for me. And I really do wish him the best and stuff. And I hope he is doing really good now. Uh hope he stuck with it and stuff because he was like he was a good guy. And uh sadly I, I don't remember his name, but I remember the company he was pitching me and everything and I was just like, nah, it, it's bad enough. I work enough retail as it is. And I'm like, I don't want to sell more products like this. <laughs> but I do respect what you're doing. So, but I do wish you the best and everything. I sat through another pitch and I understood what market they were in and, and whatnot. So reflecting back on, on all the times I've been pitched about like network marketing or MLM and stuff like that, there was even another one. It was more of a, a like a... Uh, it was like weird subscriptions and be able to get discounts on stuff. It, it was weird. I I just I don't understand where that one really was going in terms of what core market they would be in. So, but yeah, I, I've been pitched a few times like some network marketing opportunities and stuff. But th- this this one I uh, the one I'm in right now I actually stand by, and I did get I get did uh, I did get pitched another one, which I I, I understood and. I will go deeper on in terms of uh, uh, that one, which I, I I do would love like would enjoy to to join because it's congruent to the one I'm in, and there's a reason behind why I, I actually would would do that. But I want to build this one out first. That is my goal is to be able to build this one out first because the one I'm in, I know I can leverage into other ones, but this other one in particular is very very close, and it actually follows another principle which I will go to uh, go. Uh, uh, go a little bit deeper on later and it's actually what i'm also including into uh, uh my downline in terms of like when to actually expand because when you're like you're researching about business you're about finance about wealth and everything one of the key things that's going to come up a whole lot is um uh i almost lost my like basically lost my train of thought uh <laughs> Streams of income. That's what it was. When uh, the a- the average like millionaire has like seven streams of income. Income actually comes in so many forms. It's beyond money. It's it's beyond the physical uh, realm of money, currency. Income can be in the form of, uh, yes, currency, money. Uh, it could also be in the form of health. It can be in the form of social. It could be in the form of emotional. It can be in the form of you know, spiritual, it can be in form of uh, familial, family. You can get like income from all these things. So don't, don't short, don't sell yourself short on that aspect in terms of, of whatnot. But in terms of money and, 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 and finances and stuff. Yeah. Seven, that's, they say the average, but it's, 
it can be a lot more when you actually add them all up. But seven's a good number because it's easy for people to follow. Um, but focus on one stream of income. And this is some this is something I learned from Grant as well. Focus on one stream of income. Focus if you're if you work like let's say uh, this is all you do. This is, network marketing is all you do. This is your only source of income right now. Focus on this one. Max it out to its full potential before you expand and add a second uh, stream. Because here's the thing: once you max out that first one, then you can open up the second one. Because what it's going to take just as much energy to get that second one maxed out as it did the first one. And here's the thing. Once that second one goes, don't get rid of the first one. Keep them both going. But be smart about what the second one is. Don't just do anything you know randomly. Have it be congruent to what you're currently doing. That's be like almost parallel to what you're doing. So like let's uh, let I'm gonna go back to the health one because it, it, it's it's a little bit a little bit I, I believe it's a little bit easier. So like let's say this, you're selling, um, your your core market is health. Your sub market is uh, weight loss. Your your niche is keto. So let's say you're you're selling keto supplements. What's a, a congruent or parallel niche to keto? I'm only pausing just so you guys can like so you can think. Um, uh, wouldn't how about like exercise? So like if you, let's say you've maxed out on um, you know keto supplements in terms of like okay you got your legs going you got your downline going and everything like that. Let's say you want to expand a little bit you want to open up you know the doors a little bit. Now like it, it doesn't matter if it's another network uh, marketing co- uh, company it could just be your own business. It could be a fitness like you know a a fitness program it could be a gym it can be um was it like a protein powder or something like that whatever just something that falls in that same category don't don't completely go into a whole new industry stay in the same one just go another niche up or 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 like another niche up so it's a parallel so that way they can feed into each other because what what's going to happen is you've already like you already have one market that you're already like you know uh, kind of building out your blue ocean or uh, a purple ocean or anything like that. Now you have another one, and what's what's interesting is if you already done one, it's a lot easier to get the, the uh, to be able to start doing the other one. And like I said, it takes the same amount of energy to do the second one as it did the first one, but it'll actually come a little bit faster, and then so on and so forth. You do that, like your streams of income will, will come naturally. They'll come faster. They'll also build a lot easier. Why do I say, like, that's the whole framework I'm following. And that's how I'm, like, I'm, I'm building up my downline. Um, because that, that, that's, that's kind of the shorthand version. But focus on the main one. So whatever core market you're in, that's what you're going to stay in. Don't venture out into something else. Don't. Because it'll, it, it'll, it'll get ridiculous. So, um... But that that's also like I said, that's something I'm I'm putting into my team and everything because I'm I'm, I'm building a a complete um, membership area and I'm already uh, framing it out in terms of like what what modules I'm doing and stuff in terms of like when it comes to um, really leveraging the comp plan in, in a certain way and stuff like that. So uh, I, that's the last I'm gonna say that for right now because it's I I do want to keep that kind of under wraps because I'm, I'm still at the drawing board and I'm just kind of throwing out like. 
throwing around uh, throwing around ideas about that. But so my ask of you is to uh, let's say today's Saturday. So spend spend the weekend or at least a day and really examine your network marketing company. Examine the like you know the core market it's in. Uh, any of the three. I mean, it's either health, wealth, or relationships. Now that framework came from uh, Russell Brunson's book *Expert Secrets* that I'm actually reading for like the fourth time now. Um, it's really good. I'm 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 using this um, to to build out this podcast, and I will explain in another episode. But uh, why why I chose this book in, in particular, like these books in particular and stuff like that. So I'll, I'll go over like resources and stuff. I'm also going to be building out a resource page, which I will include those, these books in terms of why and, you know, to get your own, get your copy and everything like that and and whatnot. So but I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're staying safe. And please, if you found any any value from this pod, this episode, this podcast in general, do not hesitate to share it. Share it to someone who needs to hear it or who could find value. Like even if it's just one like little nugget, you know, the, my episodes are starting to become long and that wasn't really an intent, but uh, there's a lot I want to share and be able to do so. But uh, like this episode, share it, leave a review. I do read the feedback. Um, I am seeing there's a few people who listen and stuff. So like I'm, I'm looking for feedback uh, to be able to like, you know, build like craft better episodes, better content to to answer questions and stuff, because I'm learning for two here. I'm learning for me and uh, I'm, I'm educating you guys. So I'm, I'm learning it twice over. And that's how you master a skill when you learn for two. So um, again, stay tuned. Uh, I should be changing up how I record these episodes and share them and everything. So uh, until then, my friends, Stay safe, have fun, keep killing it, and, well, much love and much gratitude. See you later.